And so to get people's attention now, you have to be authentic. Okay, it's so absolutely critical. We're in the age of attention and authenticity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if you don't have both, you're going to fall. My name is James M. Johnson. I'm part of a group of underdog entrepreneurial parents who are determined to make an impact on their families' lives and have a successful online business. We don't believe that you have to be a big brand name to be seen and heard to have a successful online business. The question is, how do we become more visible to the right audience because we don't have marketing budgets that have no limit, like the big brands and big online influencers? Follow along as I discover and apply and share a new path of online marketing to create more visibility and sales and impact. You're listening to Visibility Marketing Secrets. Hold on, there's more. Just for a limited time during this podcast launch with these eight rock star guests of mine, I'm offering over $4,000 in bonuses for people who want to launch a podcast in just 21 days. Check the link below to find out more details. All you have to do is leave a review and a rating and the bonuses are yours. My guest today is Jim Beard, a guy who is obsessed with video content and entertaining people. He genuinely wants to just help people be seen in the online world today. Jim, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks so much for having me, James. I really appreciate it. Now, I've known Jim for a few years now, and he's, to me, he's just a value bomb. Like, he drops every time I talk with Jim, whether it's an interview or a, in a coaching program or a private call, coaching call, like, Jim's just filled with wealth. And that's why I invited him onto the show today. So, Jim, can you just tell the people a bit, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I come from the corporate CGI world, primarily for automotive in Detroit. If you don't do automotive, you don't have a job. And so I went into CGI for that. I did commercials, billboards, print ad website. Uh, I still got a bunch of stuff on Chevy.com, imagery of Corvettes and things like that. So I did that. I worked with the biggest brands, car brands in the world. I was on site at Mercedes-Benz headquarters in Montvale, New Jersey, before they moved to Georgia for the tax incentives. Uh, I mean, you name it, I've worked on it in that world. And I just got exhausted, really, to, to say it as frankly as possible, is that I was tired of being a cog in a machine that didn't care. And it just really got to me <laughs> and it didn't get to me enough to make my, to make my big change yet uh, until later. But I gave it another six years after I started getting frustrated before I decided to make any big moves because of the comfortability. And I think that your viewers can understand that you get comfortable at a certain point. My bills are met. I have food on the table. There's a roof over my head. I'm not wanting necessarily for anything. I don't have money for anything extravagant, but my needs are met. And there's a comfortability that comes with that. And you're willing to take a lot of BS when it comes to your comfortability. And so I sacrificed a lot of things that I wanted and that I was passionate about for that comfortability until finally I decided to make a move. And that move came during COVID, really. I mean, I had dabbled before that. I, if you would ask me at the time, I would have said I was a business owner. But the truth of the matter is I had a very expensive hobby. That <laughs> was really what I was doing. And I remember when a mentor told me that, it crushed me. But wow, that was something I needed to hear was 
you're not playing at the level that you need to you're dabbling you have an expensive hobby mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and that's something that a lot of the viewers probably need to hear is if you're dabbling if you're not putting all of yourself into this thing this business that you're building i imagine that everyone watching has a business building a business wants to build a business and you know wants that idealistic view in the future of what that means at the end of the journey which there is no end of the journey that's another thing um it's going to come with just hard work and you got to really want it and at the time i didn't know what it really took um so i started seeing trends in the in the world at the at large at the time and during covid and i everyone's trapped inside so i want to do something i start a show i want to start reaching out to people engaging with people starting to uh formulate an audience of some sort you know uh dig your well before you're thirsty right mm -hmm. and so i was like now's the time Everyone's going to be at home. They're starving for content, starving for something to see because they're locked in these four walls. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I want to make something that looks like a UFO coming through your timeline. And so that got me thinking Then I went down the rabbit hole on YouTube. Long story kind of wrapped up and surmised here is I landed on a game show and I named that game show X's and O's game show. I modeled it after Hollywood squares. Yes. And I, Kicked out all the celebrities and I brought in entrepreneurs and marketers, my people. And uh, that show launched me. Yeah. That show put me show. on the map. It was a good it show. Put me on the map and made people care. It made people know that I was a human that existed on this earth. And before that, they didn't. They just didn't know. Especially the people that I wanted to know me. Right. And that's a, a specific clarification there. But uh, that's what started everything, and uh, for me, online in particular. And then I formed real relationships with people. And those relationships flourished into real friendships and also into business, you know, to where we started doing business together on a regular basis, and people began to trust me for uh, my area of expertise. And that brings us here today. Oh yeah, for sure. As as a lot of you will hear in this these first few episodes about the relationships that people have created online, and that's so important, critical. You know, and in my trailer, it's the exact same thing. You know, I mentioned that, and creating relationships online is basically the same as real life, right? Like, I actually it's not basically it, it is. It, yeah. I can't. I keep in contact yeah. with more people online. Than I do like my old hockey buddies. Like I, I, you know, when I've told that story many times, oh, I ran my own team for 16 years. I, most of my friends are hockey friends, but you know, now that I'm in the online world, I've met some amazing people and, you know, Jim creating a show and, and creating relationships through a show is, is, it's amazing. Jim, do you have that? Is that, is that on YouTube? You're that X's and O's or was it just on your Facebook? Uh, most of them are on Facebook. Okay. X's and O's game show on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was also Content Chop Shop, and then there was also The Show Show. Yeah. And then Friday Night Live. Before before we get into your framework today, I would like you to – because something that triggered 
you said something about how you don't have all the extravagant extravagant things. It made me think back to what you said when we were off air about down in Vegas. And I was just curious if you would love to share that because it is so uh, fake. Uh, you know, it is very fake. And I would love for you. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know if I can share my screen here. So if you allow me to share my screen, I'll, yeah. I'll explain before I show. But authenticity is more important than ever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when we first enter into entrepreneurship, it is extremely enticing. I get it. I do. I understand. It's enticing to see someone and want what they have. There you and go. then you go, I'm just going to do what they do. I'm going to become them. And your audience, believe it or not, it's true, can see through it all. And a perfect example of this is, uh, it's actually in LA, not in Vegas. But okay. in LA, huh. you can actually rent time in an, a fake airplane fuselage Wow! to take pictures, and it's all for influencers. Wow. And so this is actually, it's a studio. You can see here, this is how it's actually set up. And it's just the fuselage part of the airplane. And then social media influencers come in to say, oh, going to a party here, taking the <laughs> flight, you know, no big, keeping it 100. <laughs> and it's all BS, $64 an hour. And you too yeah. can be a completely BS influencer. Yeah. And, you know, and it, it's not new. You know, there was the people renting Lambos and things like that and getting Airbnbs and mansions for the weekend so that they can do their photo shoots and their videos and so on and tell everyone how absolutely incredible their life is and how awful yours is. It's been going on for a while. Okay. And because it's been going on for a while and giving a bad name to the space, that's why you have such a hard time gaining trust is because these people have been hit from every angle. You're hit with thousands and sometimes tens of thousands of, of advertisements a day, billboards, paper, magazines, TV, internet ads, in-stream ads, in-video ads, 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 ads. So what do we do? We just go, no. We go inward. And so to get people's attention now, you have to be authentic. Okay, it's so absolutely critical. We're in the age of attention and authenticity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have both, you're going to fall. Or you'll never get up high enough to fall in the first place. Yeah. And so I, that was one of the main things I wanted to express today is that when you're going on this journey, which is a hard one, and that's the reason that not everyone does it. This is the journey less traveled. But you have to be you. And initially, look at Alex Ramosi. Very sales. It's very tactical. Very precise. Very much taking big concepts, bringing them down to our level. But now, look at his videos. Now, he's humor. He's fun. 
he's showing off a different side of himself because, and he says in interviews, I wish I allowed myself to do that earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the minute he started doing that is when his reach went wide. Yeah. Yeah. And people gravitated towards him because if nothing else, Alex feels real. Yeah, well, he when just, he's sitting there, he's sitting there with Crocs and socks up to his his calves and, and and cut off jean shorts and a tank top on his couch, like you know, and a nose strip, you know, that's that that's what he feels comfortable with. That is real, yeah. you know, like and he gets a lot of flack, by the way. Yeah, a yeah. lot of flack from people that are on the same level as him, going, "This is BS. Why does he get to do that and we don't? They don't think they can." Yeah, 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 yeah. But in reality, the reason that they'll never be to the level that Alex can reach is because he chose to be authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's something that they just they can't see because it's it's our environment and it's how we're raised. It's how we've learned is our perspective and the way that they've been they've been brought up is that that's the wrong thing. And Alex is putting that on his head. It's like, I, I have $100 million and I look like this. Now what? Now what? Good. You guys can all adjust. I'll be over here chilling. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. He is, he is like, you know, he's, he's authentic and that's, that's the key. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, we know back to the relationships and people, you know, creating relationships online and seeing the authenticity of people like, you know, this is what makes things work, um, making things work on the online world. And can you, Jim, can you break it down on how maybe you can tell the, the viewers like your framework on how to get more visibility by being yeah, authentic? To, yeah, absolutely. And so one of the reasons that X's nose took off the way it did was because I was just being nerdy, ridiculous me. For better or for worse. And in the beginning, it was for very much worse. But the audience adjusted. So I really want you to hear that. The audience adjusted. There were people that were like, you, this is garbage. You need to stop doing this. And I was like, okay, next. Until finally I hit an audience that was like, this is awesome. I'm enjoying myself and I just want to be a part of this. I want to be near this. I want to be on the show. When do I get to be on? But it, it took a minute to find them. Mm -hmm. So instead of adjusting yourself to match your audience, adjust your audience to match yourself. Okay. So if you're not landing, being yourself, it's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on who you're talking to change it okay don't change you change i mean change you to improve how you approach but don't change you you know if you're a dorky person who loves comic books and thinks that marvel not lately so much but in general is awesome that's me and <laughs> and you know you think that uh like me i really don't care about football but i'll watch a game if if forced and i'll enjoy it but i don't seek it out like all these things make me me and i have all this video knowledge from working with gigantic companies that have billions of dollars to throw at something until finally we look at it because we don't have a choice because it's we can't escape it 
And I've taken lessons learned from that world and I bring them to entrepreneurs. And there are people out there that want this. They want the message delivered in the package that is Jim Beard. And there are people out there that absolutely adore and love the message received from James Johnson. But they don't want us to be me trying to be Alex Ramosi. There's already one Alex. We're good. Try something else. You know, we don't need an army of Alex's running around. We got one really good one. We're all set. Thank you. So the only thing that really separates you from everybody else, because we're all delivering messages that are just little mixes of things that, I mean, if really, I mean, it's readily available on YouTube. If you do the deep dive and you structure it and you take the time and it's going to take you months and months and months to get it all together, but it's all there. But what you're seeking people out for is their spin on it, their delivery, their world experience, their worldview, their packaging of that content to make it more palatable and to make it more digestible and usable so we can take action and get the same results. We are the difference maker. So if you're not being you, you are literally apples to apples. It's a race to the bottom. I go for the cheapest price. If you're trying to be Alex and then there is Alex, I'm going to go for Alex. Alex is better. So I really want that to, to really resonate with people is that if you're not showing up as you, you're leaving your unique value out of the equation. And so there's nothing that separates your product from everybody else's. Now it's a, a race to the bottom. So first and foremost, do everything in your, and it won't be easy because initially we, we think of judgment, right? We think of how is this person going to feel? How am I going to be viewed in this light? This circle is going to think this, these people are going to, I'm not enough. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too black. I'm too white. I'm too Asian. I'm too this. I'm not enough. This I'm not here yet. Maybe when I get back down to here, there's even super rich people that are like, I can't talk to them. They're going to not going to be able to relate to me. Like Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson is a billionaire. The reason that he pushes other personalities out front is because you can relate to them. What's beautiful about Russell is we can go all the way back to the potato gun and we can see, oh, he is human. Yeah. Yeah. Way back then, he was just a little dorky dude, bald sure. guy, big glasses, little overweight. Cool. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. But now, billionaire software company owner yeah really hard to relate to that even with the lineage being able to see all the way back to the beginning or not lineage but the the journey all, all recorded for everyone to see yeah. it's still really hard for him to relate so he has to push other personalities out front because you can relate to them yeah and he even said like when he started his podcast it was probably the worst time to ever start a podcast like people would think because his his big company just went under and he laid off like all these people and he was facing bankruptcy and tax evasion and all this other stuff. And, you know, not that he was evading tax, but it was just set up that his taxes were wrong, and, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, it was total collapse. Right. And he podcasted and journaled, journaled everything along the way. And 
most of the people when he opened his inner circle all said they were listening to his podcast. Like some of them would even read his books, which is kind of crazy, but, um, but yeah, publishing yourself as you. And I challenge you go back, go scroll all the way back. Even with Alex scroll all the way back to the beginning. They're awful. (laughs) So I've told Alex 2016 funnel hacking live. I seen the replay on him on stage doing his speech. And I was like, man, you've come a long way because that was horrible. Steve Larson, the capitalist pig. I actually made a video for him where I had to go and research old videos. Mm-hmm. And we got one of his first videos. And he struggled just like us. Yeah. Russell, you go all the way back to the beginning. He's stuttering and umming and murmuring, murmuring, and he's sweating and, you know, the whole thing. Alex, you go back to the beginning. He just does run on sentences. Yeah. It's just, he's and he's just meandering all over the place. You don't know where he's going. But they all all started with zero. You know, Alex says one of zero. I love that, by the way. But they all started the same as you with zero. No one knows I exist. And I have to build on that. This is my foundation. We go up from here, right? We all start the same with zero. And so I hope that that gives your your viewers some kind of comfort to know that this is not a perfect game. When in fact, it's overcoming that fear and not, not even overcoming it is doing it in spite of fear, right? Mm-hmm. To almost try and separate yourself from your fear and say, listen, I'm going to put you over here for a minute. I, I see you, but I got to do this real quick, but I'll be back to you in a minute. If you can detach that from yourself and say, listen, I, I see you. I address you, but I'll be with you in a minute. I got something to do. Yeah. And that's something I'm I'm constantly trying to do is to separate myself and see that as a different entity from myself, that it's it's affecting me, but I can take breaks. I got something to do real quick. Let me let me put you over here for a minute. Yeah. And so that's stuff that helps me. And so Tactically speaking, let's get into a little bit of tactics. Take videos of yourself and pick a topic that you're passionate about, that you know so well that you could do a 30-minute talk on into the mirror, right? Just you in the mirror, you could do, you could just ramble on or to your dearest friend that knows you inside and out and would hear all of your crazy stories and so on. What is that topic? Now take a minute, two minutes. And just talk about it to your phone. Just you and your phone recording. It doesn't go anywhere else. Just your phone. Do this for 30 days. Okay? Just that process. Now, I want you to make a private Facebook group. Or something private where it's only you getting to see it, right? Stream to just that group. There's no one in there. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. you. Mm-hmm. stream to that group go live and this is just you getting used to this process because it's foreign it's weird i'm talking to a piece of plastic and glass it's weird okay there's nothing that's going to change about how bizarre that is mm-hmm. but you get more comfortable with it right and the next step would be 
you and somebody else like we're doing here myself and james right now are having a conversation that conversation just so happens to be being shared with lots of people but you don't have to share it with lots of people it can just be you and that other person so we're doing baby steps working our way up to i'm going to make a piece of content and share it and be okay with that I had a, a teacher when I was uh, in college that told me, once you create something, it's no longer yours. When you let go of it, it's now the world's. It belongs to the world. It's not yours anymore. And the world's going to do with it whatever it feels like. And you have to somehow be okay with that. If you can be okay with that, you will find great, great success in this world, no matter what you choose. But you create and you give it to the world, however that may be. And content creation is an amazing example of that. I create, now it's yours. You do with it what you please. Yeah, that's for sure. And it was really hard for me to let that go. I did this big floral. I spent months on this floral. We were studying complementary colors and it, it was a hard concept to get around to, you know, you're mixing bizarre colors that look like they don't belong together. But when it's done, it looks absolutely gorgeous. I worked on this thing for three months. I was going to give it to my mom. Okay. And I was like, ah, oh, best son ever. I'm going to get best son ever awards in spades. And so I presented to the class and, you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah. You guys all know that's good. Teacher comes up shreds it in half yeah. right in front of the other right in front of the other right in front of the entire class and he goes don't get so attached he goes and by the way you get a b <laughs> <laughs> so he was trying to teach me also not to be so reliant on the grade yeah you know the the reward so to speak so don't be so attached when you make something it's not yours anymore and don't make it contingent. Don't make yourself worth contingent on a reward. So those were all big lessons he taught me. At the time, I wanted to punch him in the head. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But reflecting on it now, I can see the value. Yeah. Um, another great thing to do is if you say, I make funnels. I want you to use my funnel service. We use funnels as an example all the time because it's an easy, easily tactile that you can get your head around, right? So I sell funnel services. Cool. So how do I make content to get more people to buy my funnel services? Show me. Show me. What does that look like? Yeah. If you're just consulting with people like this, we're consulting right now, or I'm consulting you or you're consulting me, record that, share it, show me. What does it look like to work with you? Yeah. What does that process look like? For sure. So your first content can just be show me content because you're going to be you sharing that with another person or you're creating funnels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Steven does this too. Steven, when he started out, he would just be making funnels and having like dubstep playing. And then that's it. He wouldn't even engage with the audience. The audience would just be watching him make these beautiful funnels. And now he he doesn't have to do that because he has teams that do that for him. But that's where he started. Doug Bowden. Doug Bowden was 
joining it was a one funnel away challenge he did each time he was like listen we covered a lot today i'm going to implement and at the end of the night i'm going to talk about the gaps and the problems i had and i'm going to help you to get to the same place i did so he's showing people what he's doing show me content show me what it's like to work with you and that is a great great place to start so that way it takes out the i have to be entertaining i have to be this i have to be that no you don't you just have to be good at what you do so true so true that's so amazing just be yourself everybody jim thanks for the interview today um you guys can tune in uh we're gonna have another interview with jim later on but jim tell us where uh where people can find you yeah uh jim.beard.micromachine and on it's on facebook and that's my profile i'm most active on there so you can reach out with any questions you may have always happy to help and i uh, just appreciate you jim uh you know we've been friends for a few years now and uh, i love you and thank you for coming on the show thank you so much for having me man i really appreciate it hey thanks for listening today did you know that today is my birthday and that's why i picked this day to launch my new podcast with these awesome rock stars Plus, I want to give you a present today just for listening to one of these guests today. I want to give you VIP access to my new program, Launch Your Podcast in Just 21 Days, the first module. Here's how you can access it. If you leave a rating and a review on just one of the episodes of these Rockstar guests of mine, just take a screenshot and send it over to me in Facebook or Instagram DM, whatever works best for you. I'll put the links down below. And I'll give you the link to the first module. It's called Setting the Stage for a Podcast that has impact on the world. Thanks for listening to the show, and we'll catch you on the next episode.